Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. When Jesus stated, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Why would anyone say that, especially the Lord, when he is love, and everyone says that everyone that believes in Jesus is going to heaven? All you do is just say the sinner's prayer or ask Jesus to come into your heart and you're going to heaven, and that's that. But there's much more to it. There is a word that has to be believed. It has to be signified. It has to be sealed in the forehead of the servants of God. The signification is what is signified to John what shall befall thy people in the last days. An angel signified it unto John. That is, it is certain and guaranteed expressly in the word of God. It will not change. God has in his predeterminate predeterminate counsel has already foreordained this last day work of the ministry. And that that is determined will be done. No man is going to add to or take away from it. The Lord has stated what he is going to do that you may know that he is God because he tells us these things before they happen. Therefore, you know that I am God, the Lord Jesus said. Well, what are these things and what is the present truth? What is the proceeding word of God that we live by? For man liveth by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Well, what is that? Do we simply believe a Pentecostal word? Or fundamentalist, for that matter. We just say the sinner's prayer and we're saved. And once saved, always saved. Or is that the truth? Now, where do we go to Pentecost? You have to have uh, that Holy Ghost that with the evidence of speaking other tongues for he that believeth in my name will speak with new tongues. Mark 16. It was given on the day of Pentecost. Or is there more? We are speaking to those of wisdom that understand that these things must come to pass. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it. Not just sent, but it's signified, signed, sealed, and it will be unto Zerubbabel. Notice the signet. In Haggai, the second chapter, he tells that specifically to Zerubbabel, you are as my signet. That's the signification of God. That's the sign, Alavtav, S-I-G-N, sign, E-T. The signet is the sign, Alavtav, which is the Alav through the Tav, the Hebrew abecedary, from the A to Z. In the Greek, it's the, the Alpha to the Omega. It's the whole work of the ministry growing up into Jesus in all things and all truth. But what is that word? What is the word that we must receive in order to be sealed? What is that which is signified? Well, we see that in Revelation 1, verse 1. It's a revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him 
to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Those are the things of faith. Greater than Pentecost in a higher season of glory. He sent and signified it by his angel unto John. This is not only to hear, but to do, to obey the words of the book of this prophecy. Blessed are they that hear and obey the words of this prophecy, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ, in obedience to all things of righteousness, which will yield the peaceable fruits of holiness. We see that in Romans 6 again. Whosoever you yield your members as servants to obey him, are ye the servants to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death, or of obedience. Obedience is required. Obey what? The scriptures, which are well able to save us. Obedience unto righteousness is required. Then, which will yield the peaceable fruits of holiness through these exceedingly great and precious promises given to us. And through those obedience, we are made partakers of his divine nature. The epistle Peter tells us that. And escape the corruption of the world through lust. There we find in Hebrews 12, the word that we must know and believe. Paul states it. Notice in Hebrews 12, he talks about not a Pentecostal word. It is the last day word. It is the end of time. Then there are many prophets called end-time prophets, end-time messengers, and you'll hear them from uh, A to Z all over the world. But there's two offices that God is going to use to bring this last-day truth for the sealing of God's people, as he always has used his holy apostles and prophets to reveal the mystery, even as Paul stated in Ephesians 3, the mystery of Christ as it is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets. They are the two offices, apostles and prophets, that God uses to spearhead the word of God to the teachers, which are evangelists, pastors, and teachers. The whole body of Christ comes into that truth. It's a five-fold ministry. He said, first in the church, apostles. Secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. Now, this is the ark and the uh, protocol that God uses. And there, he speaks to the present-day apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. And what is the word, word that we must know? The work of the ministry requires the word. And this word, we're going to see in Hebrews 12 that Paul said this word signified, signified yet once more. Now let's take a look at what we must believe in order to be sealed as vessels meet for the master's use and pleasing in his sight. In Hebrews 12, it talks about that we must follow peace with all men and holiness, without which 
No man shall see the Lord. That's full grown. That's the divine nature of God, our Lord Jesus Christ, that as he is, so are we in this present evil world, walking in the light as he's in the light with the proceeding word of God from the throne room, not from the historical past, but a present proceeding word of God direct from God himself called the golden oil. It's not a half egg of beaten olive oil that we saw in Pentecost that feed the seven lamps, the 22 knobs of bowls, which feed the seven lamps, that would give light over against the sanctuary. We're in that last day work of the ministry within the veil. It's a higher season of glory. It's not Pentecostal, it's tabernacles. We are not Pentecostals, we are tabernacleists. Let's see what we must do. Hebrews 12 goes on and says, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. We can fail of the grace of God. God will not fail us, but we can certainly fail of his grace. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. That will happen in the last days through iniquity that shall abound. The love of many will wax cold. And that we have to make sure that we do not leave our first love, that we have to repent and do our first works over, that we have to be found in him uh, with all diligence, seeking him with all our whole heart, patiently seeking the Lord our God and in our patience possessing our soul. But what is the present truth? Is it just uh, Romans 10, 9? Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Is it a Pentecostal, the true apostolic word, Acts 2.38, in a Pentecostal season? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, born of the water, and you shall see, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. Is that all there is? That the promises unto you, your children, many that are far off, even to as many as the Lord our God shall call? Or do we have to go on? Growing up in the Jesus in all things, all things of faith, in all truth, in the new wine that we must be put in the new wine skins in order to be pleasing to God and being preserved for this last day work of the ministry. And if we're not careful, then a root of bitterness will spring up in us and we will be defiled because we have not followed on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning. He will come to us as the rain, the former and the latter, before the second advent. He's calling us now in the body of Christ to be overcomers. And as you see in Revelation the second and Revelation the third chapter. But there's still a higher glory. And we're reading about it here. Hebrews 12 talks about this word that is signified. It's a signification of God. It's an express word of the Lord. It is that that is determined will be done. And it must be received by the body of Christ. Lest a promise slip any of you, we should seem to come short of entering into his rest. There remained the rest of the people of God. If Jesus had given them rest, he would not have spoken of another day. But Jesus spoke of another day. He said the time is coming and now is when those that are dead hear. The voice of the Son of God, they shall live. 
that requires hearing the word of God and Jesus standing at the door and knocking. But we have to hear his voice. If any man will hear my voice and then open the door of your heart, I'll come in and sit with him and he with me. Now, God is doing that now, knocking upon our heart. What is this present word? What is the present truth? What is the preceding word? What is it that we must know? Well, Paul tells us in Hebrews 12 exactly what it is. He talks about how it was in the Old Testament with Moses and the exodus of Israel from Egypt, how God descended on Mount Sinai and his voice as a trumpet that that sounded louder and louder in the voice of God. Notice what he says here. That for you know how that afterward, as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright, for you know that how afterward, when he would have inherited, inherited the blessing, he was rejected. God rejected him. Watch it here. For he found no place of repentance. He tried to. Though he sought it carefully with tears. In other words, we must follow on to know the Lord and take heed how we hear. How we hear the word of God and not just hear, but obey it. Not to hear the word, but to do the Lord. Take heed how we hear. For the same measure that we meet with all shall be measured to us again. Forgive us our sins as we forgive the sinners and debtors. Showing mercy and bearing one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Provoking unto good looks, uh, good works and love. All these are required. That is, we condescend to men of low estate and love our brothers better than ourselves. Seeking not our own, but that of the Lord. See here that he said that Esau couldn't find a place of repentance, though he sought carefully of tears, seeking repentance. For you are not come, talking to us now, warning us, a great admonition, saying you are not come unto the mount that might be touched and that burned with fire, nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest, and the sound of a trumpet, that shofar, that waxed louder and louder, and the voice of words that God was speaking to his people. Which voice they heard, they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. They wanted Moses to carry that word to them, lest they die. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if as much a beast touched the mountain, Mount Sinai, it shall be stoned and thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But what about us? We're not under the law now. We're under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. We're debtors to the Lord Jesus Christ. We're servants of his now. We're bought with a price that we glorify God in our bodies. And he says here, 
For we now are come unto Mount Zion and into the city of the living God. What is this present word? What is it that we must know? What is this sealing sign that we will, the body of Christ, be sealed? The apocalyptic sealing of Revelation 7 and the word that we must know. Somebody said, well, I know there's a word that we must know. I feel it, but I don't know what it is. It's a great glory, and I'm sure God will reveal it. He is revealing it now. Let's see what it is. He states that you are come to an innumerable company of angels. So that church assembly of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, that church of the living God, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling. That speaketh better things than that of Abel. Watch what he says now. Very, very important. See that you refuse not him that speaketh. In the book of the Revelation, God says, I stand at your door and knock. That's the door of your heart. If any man will hear my voice, he's knocking. But do we hear his voice? Are we so in the world and so acclimated to the world that we can't hear the voice of God. We're too busy. We have to work and pay the bills. And we know that off to work we go because we owe, we owe, we owe. And we know that if your outgo exceeds your income, your outcome will be your downfall. Therefore, we must press to make that money. But the Lord has said, seek you first the kingdom of God and his Righteousness. All these other things will be added to you. But when he comes, the Son of Man, shall he find faith on the earth? Who will trust in God? What is this word that must be received? What is this present proceeding word of God that we must receive now in order to be sealed? Well, he said, You come to this general assembly in the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. To God, the judge of all, the spirits of just man made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, sprinkling that speaketh better things that are able. What do we do? See not then that refuse, uh, not him that speaketh. Don't refuse our Lord that is speaking now. For if they escape not, who refused him that spake on earth many years ago in the exodus of Israel from Egypt, and they refuse that we can't hear it, Moses, lest we die. Let God speak to you, and you declare it to us. So, so profound that God, there in his voice, it become louder and louder that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. Well, what about us now? What is this word that we must receive? This present proceeding word of God by which every man shall live thereby. That is so critical that if we do not receive it, we will not make heaven because we must come to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ because Jesus has come back for a church without spot and without blemish, perfect in all of the ways that have made herself ready. And it says here, see that you refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refuse him that spake on earth, how much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth back with Moses? But now, this present time, 
this present truth of the word of God, the preceding word of God. But now, what has he done? He hath promised. If God promised, he will do it. But now he hath promised. Promised what? Saying, yet once more, I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. We find that in Haggai, that there's a shaking uh, of the nations. And when God shakes the nations, the desire of all nations will come. All the silver and gold is mine, and I'll make the glory of the latter house greater than that of the former. The churches gather for corn and wine, shout and give glory to God, none considering the work of God, the work of the ministry. What is this? This word. Notice, and this word. This word that we're now speaking. Not a Pentecostal word. This word in tabernacles, in due season, in this last day work of the ministry. And this word, yet once more, signify there is a sign that is unto the rubable that you are as a signet. This is what was signified by the angel under John. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ, not in Pentecost, not in the former reign, but in this last day reign of God's strength the last great reign of his strength, us standing in the might and power of his might, the great glory that will be revealed in the earth for the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth as the waters cover the seas and at that day all shall know him from the least to the greatest. But before then, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world for witness in all nations and then the end will come. What? This gospel of the kingdom. Not just one verse. Not a one verse, Charlie. This gospel of the kingdom. The fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus unto a perfect man in the perfect image of Jesus Christ. And this word, yet once more, signify. There's your sign of love, There is that word of the Lord to Zerubbabel in Zechariah 4. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. It's a present, proceeding word of God. And this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made. Things that are made, well, faith is the substance of things, hope are the evidence of things not seen. But these things are shaken. These things are man-made, things that are made, man-made doctrines, seducing spirits, doctrines of devils, man-made doctrine that God will shake and literally remove them. And as of things that are made, every man-made doctrine will be destroyed and cast down. In Zephaniah 2, he will uncover the cedar work. And he will famish all the gods of this earth. Oh, earth, 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 hear ye the word of the Lord. God's doing it now to those that have an ear to hear. To the law, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, and to the testimony, Isaiah 8, the testimony of Jesus, Revelation 19, 10. What is that? If they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Well, somebody said, well, we had uh, a conversion word 
that we became a repentant heart and we gave our heart to Jesus. Well, that's all fine and good, but you're not full grown. You might be a fundamentalist. So we said, well, no, I went on further. I got the Holy Ghost and I was born of the water and the spirit. Acts 2.38, still not enough. Because we have to receive this word. This word yet once more signified. That's what was signified by the angel under John, the revelation of Jesus Christ, uh, that words of the book of this prophecy, this word that Jesus stated, I stand at your door and knock, the door of your heart. If any man, if any of you will hear my voice and open the door, I'll sit with you and you with me. John heard it and he declared it to us. He said, there was a door open in heaven, Revelation 4.1. And the voice of a trumpet talking with me, saying, come up hither, not a rapture, and I will show you things, not things that are made, not man-made doctrine. I'll show you throne room revelation. I'll show you things which must shortly come to pass where? Things that will come to pass hereafter. And that is what John declared to us in the work of the ministry and seals, trumpets, and vows in the work of God that we, the body of Christ, are called for, not the nation of Israel, but the house of the living God, the church, the ecclesia, the church of the living God. This word, this is the word we're preaching now. The words that the Lord has spoke on the 19th of January, 2019, and that visitation, the Lord Jesus came to me and said, Seal my people by my word. Here's the word. What word? The word of God, not a Pentecostal word, not fundamentalist, but all truth. Things that must shortly come to pass. That heavenly vision given to John. Things that must, what? Will come to pass hereafter. Revelation 4, 1 and 2. And God is revealing it now to those that have an ear to hear. And the overcomers will be young men that the word of God is strong in them and they've overcome the wicked one, Revelation 2 and the third chapter, but that's not all. Then the ones that know on and know this word, this word that is signified by the angel unto John, this word that Paul said, this word yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken as the things that are made, made, every man-made doctrine will be shaken and will be removed in the work of the ministry. Zephaniah 2 said, God will famish all the gods of this earth, just as he did in the days of Moses, but far, far, far greater, because this will not just be in Egypt alone, and no more will they say, blessed be the Lord God that took, that took up his people and brought up his people out of the land of Egypt. That won't even come into mind in comparison to this last great day work that he's going to do in the whole world in this earth. For judgment he'll lay to the line, righteousness to the plummet. And when he does his work, his strange work, bring to pass his act, his strange act. Did it surprise the hypocrite? It will reveal the height, depth, length, and width of Christ in all of his glory. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's not just a fundamental word. It's not for just a baby being born again or 
little children that know that he is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father. It's not just young men uh, that the word of God is strong in. They've overcome the wicked one in Revelation 2nd and 3rd chapter. It is a Revelation 7, sealing of the servants of God in their forehead by this word. This word that is the signification. It signifies the removing of all those things that are shaken, that things that are made. So that those things, the true things of faith that the body of Christ will have in all truth, in the new wine and new wineskins, not the old Pentecostal store, not the wheat and the barley harvest, but the harvest of fruit, of oil and wine. Therefore, we must go on to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ in all things, in all truth, growing up in him in all things, so that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And these winds of doctrine will hit the earth in the last days as a great flood and a wind that will blow and beat against the house of the church. Any man that has built his house upon man-made doctrines of sand the house will fall and great will be the fall of it, regardless of how much and beautiful his house was. It was on the wrong foundation. But those that are a wise man, that Jesus said, I will count him as a wise man, that dig deep, go through the sand of man's doctrine as the things that are man-made doctrine. The word is now signifying it. Of the things that are shaken, of the things that are made, everything that is a false faith, it's not predicated and built upon the word of God. He said, I'll tear it down. I'll famish all the gods of this earth. Every man-made doctrine will be thrown out, even though they say God is love, yet he will and only is due to his word. He cannot deny himself, and that that is determined will be done. The word is forever settled in heaven. We either have the word or we don't. It's just that simple. This word is what we're preaching. This word is what God said he was bringing right now on the 19th of January, 2019. This word was trying to bring to your churches. This word is what we're bringing to the minister's conference all over the world. This word is now the preceding word of God that is going forth into all the world for a witness in all nations and then the end will come. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's knowing the work of the ministry. It's growing up in the Jesus in all truth, in all things, all things of faith. It is the final consummation of all things for our God is a consuming fire. Paul warns us here, this word, this last day word, it signifies removing of those things that are shaken. God will shake it and remove it as of things that are made. Every man-made doctrine will be removed by God and destroyed, and great will be the fall of it, that all that cannot be shaken may remain. Seeing then that we, the true body of Christ, that has gone on to the measure of the statue of Jesus in all truth and all things, they have received the sealing of the apocalyptic sealing in Revelation 7. They stand through the last day work of the ministry. They have stood in the woe, 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 being uh, the sound of the other three trumpets of woe, which are yet to sound for the devil's coming down to us having great wrath, the wrath of Satan, knowing that he hath but a short time. Not the wrath of God, the wrath of Satan. He'll prevail against the saints for 42 months, time, times and a half, three and a half years. 
But that's okay because we'll seal our testimony with our, our own blood. Some of us there will be cast into prison for 10 days, but you're faithful unto death. I'll give you a crown of life. Right. Blessed are they that die in the Lord, yea, saith the Spirit, from henceforth and forever. Yea, saith the Spirit of God, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. We saw unto that altar, souls, the altar in the heaven, souls that were slain for the word of God, the testimony, testimony which they held. And they said, O Lord, holy and true, how long will it be before thou avenge our blood upon them that dwell upon the earth? No rapture yet. These are spirits of just men made perfect. Their bodies have not been adopted yet. The resurrection from the dead. To be absent of the body, to be present with the Lord. And they said unto your fellow brethren, they were given white robes of righteousness. And the Lord said unto your fellow brethren, and those that should be killed as you were, should be fulfilled. Yet still more on the earth that are going to seal their testimony with their own blood, with the blood of the saints and of the prophets found in mystery of Babylon, the great, the mother of prophets, the queen of heaven that says, I said a queen, I am no widow, and I will see no sorrow, no birth pains, no tribulation, no growth pains to bring forth Jesus. This word is going forth now. We have thousands of ministers there in Africa and India that are receiving it. Do we have a headquarter church? No. Every local church governs their own body. We have a fellowship of believers, but there's no one church over another. And even the apostles and prophets, there they say ordain elders in your local churches that will govern that local body. And the Spirit of God will move, the Holy Ghost will move upon the apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastor, teachers, and move through the body for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. God's doing it right now. Those that have an ear to hear know that this word is going forth now and it has to be this word, not just being born again, not growing up the little children, knowing that he is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father of glory, not just young men of overcomers, but growing up into Jesus in all things. These are the living creatures of Zoe and Revelation 4 and 5 that are redeemed of the Lord. They're the ones that have eyes before and behind, and that's the eyes of the fountain of the eyes and revelation of the Holy Ghost. Eyes before and behind because they know the things before and behind in the work of the ministry that they are proclaiming. And they'll be the ones that will say, come and see. And they will proclaim the white, red, black, and pale horse rider. They will be the gospel of the kingdom being preached in all the world for witness in all nations by these uh, cherubim of glory, which is the church. They're not angels. They are the redeemed of the Lord. They have the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. Those of you that are hearing this word, maybe you are just a Bible believer and you're working somewhere. Maybe you're a pastor. Maybe you're a bishop over many churches. You need to contact us as we get this word. We all need to work together. The body of Christ is coming together. And this word yet signified the removing of those things that can be shaken as the things that are made. God's doing it now. So that those things that cannot be shaken, we, the body of Christ, that cannot be shaken may remain. We're the remnant of the seed that keeps the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus. We'll stand in that day 
Blessed be he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand three hundred five and thirty days. Why? In the book of Daniel, because he's preserved the body of Christ. Not all sleep, not all will sleep, but all will be changed in a moment and twinkling of an eye at the last trump. Those are the ones that will be found so doing at the Lord's coming. God's doing it now. Notice what Paul said. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom, God's doing it now, which cannot be moved. Let us have grace, whereby we may serve God with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. The consumption decreed is not to destroy the work, the whole world. The consumption decreed, the consuming fire, the consumption decree will overflow in righteousness. For all will know God, the Lord Jesus Christ, from the least to the greatest. Friend of mine, God's doing it now. If God and the Lord Jesus Christ has brought this word, the Holy Ghost, the Lord Jesus himself has confirmed this word to your spirit, then please call. Let's work together. I know that God is moving the ones in Africa and India are receiving it, and there's been over a thousand in Africa alone. And you've called, and we're getting back to you. And we need to hear for those throughout the continents of this world that God is doing it now. It's a great, great work. God will always confirm his word. Signs, miracles, divers, wonders, and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his will. He confirms his word with signs following. That's signified not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. This is a word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, which is the signet. This is the signification and Zerubbabel. What do you see? I see two olive trees. These two olive branches are the two sons of oil, emptying out of themselves the golden oil in these last days, which is much higher than Pentecostal revelation. It's throne room revelation. It is a radical change from what we know to be Pentecostal truth. It is a radical change as God is revealing His glory in the fullness of it and the power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Well, call us. There, plus one, 903-746-4885. Let's get together. Let's bring this word that the Lord has given to all the world for a witness unto all nations. Then the end will come. We are charged with that word now. Let's don't let the new wine fail in us. Let's don't let the oil of truth languish. There again, give me a call, leave a message. I'll get back to you. We'll work together. Plus one, 903-746-4885. Or you can email me, sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. Until the next time, we pray that God perfect that which is lacking in all of us, that we all may be presented blameless, both spirit, soul, and body at his coming. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.